Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. What does the program mean? Wasn't a program the kind of thing they gave you whenever you like showed up at the opera? You got your program, or you went to a play, and they gave you the program, and you're like, oh, here's a program. I'm going to throw this thing away as soon as I get to the nearest trash can. But apparently what I'm doing right now is a program also. <laughs> it's mind-blowing. I know I can't really comprehend it myself. Hey, uh, I- I'd like to just inform everybody out there, if you're listening to this episode... Uh, to pa- follow your passion, follow your art form, whatever it is. If you have a thing that you love to do, if you have a thing that you know keeps you up at night, something you're super passionate about, that you work on all the time, maybe you don't work on it all the time, but you think about it all the time, and you think all the time, like, man, I should be working on that thing that I love to do all the time. We all have that thing inside of us. All of us has one of those things that we're like dying to work on, or we are working on, or we've, maybe we've made it our career at this point in time. I'm amazingly proud of you if you have made it your career. I'm moving towards that as we speak, moving towards making uh, my pastime, my art, whatever you want to call it, my passion, my career, which would be doing audio, doing video, doing this podcast. And the reason I'm saying all of this to you is because if you do decide to do your own thing, you now can theoretically make some money off of it. Now, how much money? That's how dedicated your fans are that will decide that. It's called Patreon, okay? Uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon.com. And on Patreon.com, if you're a podcast host, a vlogger, I think they can use it, right? Any kind of artist can use it. And a, a literal artist who, like, paints stuff or maybe a musician, open a Patreon account, and people who like what you do can give you money for doing what you do. And you can give them something extra. You can give them a little surprise uh, just for giving you some money and helping your craft. So patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio. I find it completely amazing because uh, for $1 right now, so if you donate a dollar to patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio, I personally will give you a phone call, talk to you, and find out what you're all about. And hopefully, maybe I can steer you in the right direction and help you find that thing that you're passionate about and help figure out how to make that thing your profession. But if you want to help me out, that's patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio. Before we start this episode, and I really hope people out there really do start doing something like that with themselves. Start following your passion, chasing it down, and making it happen. One person I know who has followed their passion and made it their career is my boy Alan Coble. So Alan Coble runs Sports Evolution 2900 Plank Road in Altoona. All right, so Sports Evolution is where I have been learning for the past year Gracie Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Alan's a purple belt. He's also certified in CrossFit levels 1 and 2. He does youth martial arts. He's a certified personal trainer, certified strength and conditioning specialist. If you want to find out like what he does, if you want to see images instead of just hearing me talk about it, uh, go to sportsevolution.net or on Facebook and Instagram. It is Leading Athletes, all right? Leading Athletes on social media. That's Alan Coble, Sports Evolution, super passionate about what he does. And also super passionate is uh, Aaron, who runs Harlequin Pepper Yoga. 320 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. So right now, if you like yoga or you've never taken yoga before, uh, I'm telling you right now, it will change your body. It'll change your mood. It'll put you in a a better mood. It'll put you in a happy place. I'll say it like that. And that's kind of what Aaron does. H-P-Y. Happy. Harlequin Pepper Yoga. Use the discount code word ROBZ and you'll get one month free toward a six-month or a year membership. No lie, one month free toward six months or a year. Harlequin Pepper Yoga in the App Store 
or Google Play for a full schedule, a complete list of classes with their descriptions. Uh, go to the App Store or Google Play. Find Harlequin Pepper Yoga. Yoga can change your life. That's a, that's a real statement. That's a true statement. And I would not just throw that around. You, you don't throw around a comment like that just for the hell of it. It will change your body. It will change the way you think about your body and the way your body works. So uh, make sure you check out Harlequin Pepper Yoga. But right now, we're going to, I guess you could say, get a little deep today. We're going to get a little theoretical, uh, but it's going to be a good thing. So let's rock this. Rob Z Radio. This is Rob Z Radio. Now, as we start this episode, I was uh, at Ty Lopez's house. If anybody uh, follows social media, if you know anything about uh, YouTube, social media marketing, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, Ty Lopez is all over it. So uh, Ty lives in Beverly Hills, California. And I've been going through his programs for uh, almost like four years now. Like a lot of the transformation that has happened to me in my life is honestly, I can say truthfully, because of Ty Lopez and um, just a lot of the stuff that I've learned from him, amongst other people. Now, what Ty does really is uh, congregates and conglomerates a lot of the... Do those words mean the same thing? I think they do. Uh, But he brings a lot of other people's wisdom together in his own head and then spits it back out to uh, common folk like myself. Now, Ty claims himself to be a common folk that who's, who's just learned a lot over the years, in turn has made a lot of money over the years, uh, but he's huge on social media, huge on YouTube. If I showed you his face, I'm sure you've heard of him. He has the In My Garage video. He always has like Lamborghinis around him and beautiful women around him. Um, his lifestyle, I guess, may seem... Uh, uh, you know, boastful to some. It may seem like he's bragging or showing off, but really what he's trying to do is attract people to his content to help you learn how to um, figure life out and figure it out for yourself and, and learn um, marketing, learn persuasion, learn how to just deal with people and learn how to be a better person yourself. He has four pillars. They're health, wealth, love, and happiness. It might sound like some cult guru kind of stuff, That's fine if you feel that way, but I promise you that it's not. I've been through this for uh, four years now, going through his 67 Steps program, going through his social media marketing program, which actually gave me the courage to leave my full-time salaried job and start this business that you are witnessing right now. Uh, I went through his Millionaire millionaire Mentor program, and now I entered a higher-level program. It's a couple thousand dollars, right? And you you might scoff at that, Uh, but it's a chance to... Go to Ty's house six times a year, or more if you'd like. There's many different seminars with a group of about 90 to 100 people who have all paid in, who have all decided to do this, who have all decided to be a part of this program. Uh, You get to learn from Ty at his house and also uh, tons of other people who have done amazing things, like Alex Mayer, who has a billionaire business. I believe Alex is a billionaire. Um, Brandon Hampton was another guy that I learned from there who was a, a social media marketer. He helps celebrities do their social media. He's been in the game for a long time. If you look up just money on Instagram, that's Brandon. So he's been in the game so long that he actually has the Instagram handle money. You have to be in social media for a long time to have that handle. <laughs> Seriously, if you know anything about how fast domain names and stuff like that and usernames can be taken up, that's craziness. That's wild. Um, but what I did was I had been in three in th- three of Ty's programs. By the way, that's T-A-I, Lopez, T-A-I-L-O-P-E-Z. 
And I signed up for this recent program, which you kind of have to be accepted into. Like they, you have to be able to prove that you're making a certain, certain amount of money, and you have to be able to prove that you're on uh, the track that would, you know, the, the the right track. I guess you're not you're not ripping people off. You're not using a business model that's not necessarily uh, kosher or necessarily uh, legal. Or you're, you're, I guess how could I say it exactly? You have to make sure to get into the program that you're, you know, following this step-by-step process to make your life better and build a business that's going to obviously make you more money, but make the world a better place. And I felt like I had to do it. I, I was I was afraid to do it. I was worried to do it. It's paying a lot of money, dropping it down. And um, I have always heard from Ty, from the people that I've learned through him, and just from other people that I've experienced throughout my life that in order to make money, you've got to spend money. And whenever you start a business in the first couple of years, the amount of uh, money you make extra on top of of your living expenses, you should reinvest back into that business to make it even stronger. So that's exactly what I did. I reinvest. I didn't reinvest all the money that I made, but I reinvested some of the money that I made back into the business by joining this year-long program. So yeah, there's a private Facebook group attached to it. I don't need to go too much into the group, I guess. I just wanted to let you know where I'm coming from and the reason why I was at Ty Lopez's house uh, in, in Beverly Hills just a couple of weeks ago. And I'm going back again on August uh, 3rd. There's a seminar and August 5th. There's another seminar, and I'll be there for that. And um, I, I think that the word networking gets thrown out around a lot. People just like roll their eyes when they see the word networking. And I do too. I, Hey, we have a networking event coming up. You can come network with other entrepreneurs. It's like, Oh God, I got to talk to more people. I have to pretend to have good conversation with more people or I have to go promote my business and I have to look my best. And there's a bunch of different things that come into your brain when the word networking comes up, right? At least for me, like it just, not a lot of it's positive. Uh, if it was just called communicating or meeting new people or finding out about other people, learning about others, maybe that would be the best way to put it uh, because that makes it a little less businessy, a little less salesy, and I think it just makes you feel more comfortable about going out and just talking to random people that you've never met before. So I- I've done a, a few personality tests uh, just to start here. Let's just throw some personality tests out there that would be great for you. Uh, you can do free ones online. There's a free Hexaco personality test. Try that. H-E-X-A-C-O. Hexaco. Uh, the Dark Triad is a great one. Dark Triad personality test. That's a really cool personality test. Check that one out. Um, I think you have to pay for DISC. That's D-I-S-K. You can do the DISC test. You can do Myers-Briggs. The Attribute Index. There's a bunch of the different ones out there. Uh, Ty Lopez even has his own that he's brought together a bunch of different uh, personality tests and built his own personality test that he feels works the best for him and his lifestyle. And that's you can find that at tylopez.com forward slash quiz. So there's, there's a bunch of different ones, and they're interesting, and they really are true unless you try to lie or screw with the system. But if you're really trying to find out what you're like and what your personality is about, uh, it will show you. And the reason I'm bringing all this up is because I did it, and I'm uh, 60% introvert, 40% extrovert. Now, anybody who's followed me in radio for a long time might be like, you're an extrovert? Like That seems so bizarre. Uh, but yes, I am. Uh, if I was left to my own devices and didn't listen to other people and study what was the right and wrong things to do, 
I probably would never leave my house. I probably would just be a, I wouldn't be a hermit, but I would keep to myself a lot because I tend to really gravitate gravitate towards keeping myself, being by myself, working by myself, talking to myself in my own head. That's just my personality type. And it was it's nice to have a personality test and take it and then see like, oh, okay, these things I've thought about myself, I am actually that way. But then also to learn that there's things about you that you thought were different when it turns out they actually aren't. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Um, but try those personality tests. But uh, going there for the networking was interesting because I am an introvert. So walking up and talking to random people that I've never met before who all who I know all make good money because if you're in this program, you have to make a certain amount of money, and I'm sure a lot of them made a lot more than me. Out of the, the 50 or 60 that were there at this event, I bet like 80 to 90% of the people made more money than me, which is very humbling. And I that's an important part is to be humbled, right? Let yourself be humbled by situations, by people. I was nervous going in there. I was very nervous because I don't fly very often. Um, I don't travel all that much. I don't leave. I, I live in Altoona, Pennsylvania. I very much am a creature of habit. Uh, so that was getting me out of my comfort zone. And I don't meet like higher up people, right? I meet people that are, I meet some people that are above me, um, but a lot of people were on my level or maybe below or maybe a little bit above me, you know, as far as like where you're at in your life. And I don't just mean like how much money you have, but I just mean like, are you happy in your job? Do you have a happy home life? Um, are you healthy? Do you exercise? Do you understand personal health and nutrition? Do you understand how to make money? Do you understand, you know, all of those different things that play into uh, a, a, like a, a wealthy lifestyle, I guess you could say. I'm using air quotes there. Um, but uh, th- that got me way out of my comfort zone. Like I'm talking to people and I'm, I, and you're, you're asked to, you're encouraged to engage with people. Ask them, hey, what's your name? Hey, I'm Rob. Shake a hand. Ask what they do. Get involved in their life. What's their family like? What do they? Where do they live? You know, what's their business about? Uh, what problems are they having? Trying to figure out each other's. The main part of this mastermind uh, seminar was number one to have Ty and his team and his people that he brought in help you, but also have these mastermind groups of everybody in the program talking to one another and helping each other figure out problems. So that was a really cool part. Uh, being able to sit down. Being humble enough to say these are the issues I'm having in my business and then being humble enough to accept other people's answers. And I got some great insight that I'm implementing into my business that is it helped me in the first time around. So it's going to help me throughout the throughout this course, throughout the next year. I'm so excited about it. Uh, if you can find anything like this for you in your life, do it. Whether it's this course that I'm talking about right now or any other course, like get involved and, and meet with people and, and get out of the comfort zone, man, because that is that's scary. Asking people questions can be scary. That's why I do this podcast. I was in radio for a long time, right? 18 years. I was on FM radio and, um, I I was on the radio by myself most of the time. And I would have people call in sometimes. I would have, uh, you know, a guest in the studio every once in a while, but I was never continuously asking people questions, which this podcast, when I bring a guest in, if you've watched any of the other episodes, you realize like, man, you got to sit down and talk with people for an hour straight. And I don't I don't really have notes usually. Now, like Steve Sheets came in, I had some notes. People that I really want to get some, I really want to, uh, I have a purpose 
I shouldn't say, I have a purpose for everybody coming into this podcast and coming on the show, but some people, I like, I don't want to forget the thing I have to ask them that I need to know the answer to. Uh, so sometimes I'll write stuff down, but usually I just kind of let the conversation go where it goes and I'll ask questions as we, as we scroll through the conversation. I find it to be more fun and I found it also uh, that it helps my brain work better. So it helps me speak better. Since I'm an introvert, since I talk to myself in my own head a lot, uh, sometimes I'll say things that I, I, sometimes I won't say things, but think that I said them. And sometimes I'll think things and they won't quite come out of my mouth the same way they came to me in my head. <laughs> that can be a good or a bad thing, usually a bad thing. Uh, so that was a, that's a great practice for me and just getting used to talking to people. If you listen to Joe Rogan or watch Joe Rogan at all, I mean, he does like three hour podcasts with people and he never seems like he's struggling. Sometimes the other person might sound like they're struggling, but he never seems like he is. And I, I find that um, inspiring and motivating. So I, I try to follow follow in his footsteps in the in the fact that he can put out so much content and just be cool with talking to whoever about whatever and making it work. Uh, and that's just a skill. So I took that skill to the networking of this event, right? I took the skill to being able to walk up to somebody, be humble enough just to be like, I know this person makes more than me. They probably know more than me. Uh, and I'm just going to talk to them about their business and they'll talk to me about mine and just be honest about where you're at in your business. Cause it's not something to be ashamed of. It's something to be proud of. If you're working on it hard, if you're making it happen, you're making it happen. That's good. You're just not going to be as far along as somebody might be. Who's five, 10 years in the game, or maybe somebody's at the same level as you are. And they can give you a tip that would put you over the edge. Like they are over the edge with, with success. Uh, so the networking part I found incredibly challenging at first but then it became so much fun and now i'm gonna get to meet these people five times over the rest of the over uh till next i don't know february or march or april whenever we started this program but that makes me so excited man just to be able to i've met these people now not all of them but most of them and i've broken set myself out of the box a little bit We'll get more into out of the box here in just a little bit, uh, but that was, it was beginning to break me out of the box and get me out of my comfort zone, man. I don't know how many of you fly on an airplane, but like I was, I was nervous about getting to the airport. I was nervous about, you know, getting there in time, making it through baggage claim, like they're like like security, like you know, you think like all of a sudden you accidentally carried a gun or like somebody stuck drugs in your pocket or even metal plate in your head you didn't know about and something's going to happen <laughs> while you're these are the weird thoughts that I have uh that something's going to happen in security they're going to catch you with something and then I was worried about the airplane making it there on time uh getting an uber I've never drove I've never I've never been in an uber before that might sound stupid I'm recording this on July what 6 2018 I had I've just now been in an uber over this past weekend that might sound totally country backwoods boy kind of stuff which it kind of is um but i i had to take an uber for the first time i got an airbnb for the first time so it was a lot of things that were way out of my comfort zone and once i did them all it was easy it was very easy the world is extremely easy and accessible now i hope that we all take a chance to travel just to realize how easy the world has become like it's so cool that you can go I can fly across the country, the whole way across the country, from Pennsylvania to Los Angeles in five hours, get out of my car, or get, get off the airplane, uh, get out of LAX, have an Uber off of my phone waiting right there for me. I jump in the Uber, 
They drive me to uh, Ty Lopez's house, right, or then to the Airbnb later on, and it's it's simple. It's, there's nothing to it. It's just using apps on a phone and setting stuff up. It's incredible. And you may already know this. You might be like, "Yeah, Rob, I know it." But to me, it's 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 mind blowing the way the the length we have come, how far we've come in such a short amount of time. It's wild. Uh, considering the last time I traveled was you know probably six or seven years ago. So I they drove. The, the Uber driver, which was awesome, talking him in the, in the car. Uh, this whole this whole event got me into this mode in my head of talking to people instead of sitting there in silence with them. So I talked to the Uber driver. He's from Armenia. He's Armenian. Came here in the 90s and has a wife, has two kids, is has left the rest of his family. Or no, his family came over here with him, except for his dad. He's a doctor. Um, and they've been over here for a long time. I learned a lot about his country. I learned a lot about his kids and his desire to move back. Uh, and it just, I don't know. It was very interesting just to get that small flavor of life. Like everybody has an interesting story behind them, right? Everybody, I talked to another guy on this trip. His name was Bjorn. And Bjorn was from Sweden, moved here in the 90s as well by himself. Uh, it turns out they had cell phones in Sweden in the early 90s, like in 1991. And it was like a test market for the United States' cell phone industry in the late 90s, early 2000s. That blew me away. It blew me away that in Sweden they had the same anti-drug policy that we did have here in America, but it worked over there. It didn't work here, I guess because they only have like 8 million people. Uh, but it's just interesting to learn about other people's lives. So they roll me up in the Uber right to Ty Lopez's house. Like they literally rolled me up in Beverly Hills. There's a line of people outside of his house. People are dressed to the nines. Some people are dressed down. I was like, I'm wearing pretty much what I'm wearing on this podcast, just like a T-shirt. I had like a button-up uh, somewhat of a button-up T-shirt, a couple of buttons, and uh, just some, you know, pants. I didn't really, it was very simple. So I immediately was like, oh, man, these guys are way dressed. These guys look nice. This guy has Gucci shades on. Like, who are these dudes? They're they're really trying to impress. You could tell they were there to, uh, to look good. And it was nerve-wracking. Like, it was totally 100%. I'd imagine for most of the people there and me, out of my comfort zone. But for me, like 100% out of my comfort zone, I knew that was the point of why I had to do this. Number one, I had to pay a large amount of money, which put me out of my comfort zone. Um, I had to trust in this program and in this, this person who put this together, Ty Lopez. That was out of my comfort zone. Uh, fly across the country, do Ubers, do Airbnbs, do all this stuff. It was wild. The networking, um, it just it really got me uncomfortable which is the best possible thing that you can do. So one of the main things I wanted to say in this podcast uh, is to just get out of that comfort zone, just to be uncomfortable. Let it happen and then own it. Uh, That's something that I I told myself in 2018, like making content every single day like this. I promised myself, dude, Rob, you're going to put out content on a daily basis. That's what you're going to do in 2018. I have been doing that on a daily basis, putting out content every single day, and I've been enjoying myself more and more. So this was another step in that direction. Um, and uh, whatever level you do that on, I don't know what level you figure you can do that on. Maybe it's getting on stage in front of people. Maybe it's just putting yourself behind a microphone and recording something. Maybe it's putting yourself on video and putting it up on YouTube. Or maybe you never even released the content. Maybe you just you just did it for yourself so you could find out what 
you're all about. Uh, but that's the sort of comfort zone I'm talking about. Um, whatever that, whatever's uncomfortable for you, I don't know. All the things that I just named were things that were uncomfortable for me at some point in my life, and I pushed myself to, to get past it. You're never going to grow if you don't, and you're never going to be happy if you don't break out of that comfort zone. So give it a shot, all right? Get uncomfortable. I know uncomfortable hurts. It's painful. Like, pain and fear, right, are um, seen in our society as very bad things. We gravitate towards comfort. We gravitate towards easy relaxation. Uh, But really, and we think of, like, fear. We think of pain. And I don't mean physical pain. I I do mean physical pain, but not in this situation. Um, Whether it's, you're talking about, pain you know it's, this is hard to do this is mentally uh frustrating it's making my brain work harder it's making me hurt on the inside <laughs> or if it's fear that's it's something that's scaring you those are good things you want to gravitate towards those things uh because those are signs right fear is a, an emotion it's there for a reason now sometimes it's there so you don't get eaten by a pack of wild dogs i don't know where you're living that that could be happening but maybe that's a situation uh, but it's also fear is there as a sign that you're doing something that is not comfortable that you should get comfortable at doing, right? Fear can be a, a signal like, oh, hey, I have fear and discomfort and anxiety around this thing. I should probably do this more and get better at it. Now, if that thing is like robbing people, right? Maybe you have fear and anxiety around robbing people. You shouldn't do that. So use it towards something positive that you could see how it could move your life forward and also the people around you that you interact with help move their life forward as well. That's, that's the point of like using that fear to the advantage and recognizing is this good fear that's, that's telling me, hey, this is something you should, pro- you should probably do more of or is it bad fear that's something that's, you know, that you shouldn't do and that's obviously why you're afraid of it. I think we can all, with some common sense, realize the difference between the two. Hopefully we can. Um, but that was one of the main things that I got. That was one of the main features that really made me think, wow, okay, this is fear. This is pain. It was pain in scheduling the flights. There was pain in learning how to use Airbnb. There was pain in learning how to use Uber, but it was all worth it because, you know, I got to go to this amazing event the next day after the event was over. I took a walk down to Venice beach, just unbelievable. I mean, if you're from California, you know, but if you've never been and you just go down Venice Boulevard right to Venice Beach, it's amazing how California just goes right to the ocean. It's just, it, as many times as I've seen it, it's just, it's still, it's just, it's, it, it, you're like awestruck <clears throat> when you walk up. You're just like, wow, this is amazing. Like, I just, there's all these shops right here, and then it just, the beach hits, and it's beautiful weather, and there's, people everywhere it's just it's alive and it feels like you're um at the epicenter of you know the future or like what's happening in the united states probably what's happening in the world right when you're in la like that it's that's you're kind of at the tip of the iceberg as far as innovation and i realized that when i was there because i was walking around and i saw these birds they're called birds but they're uh, motorized scooters that you stand on not like a moped or a ruckus but like one of the ones you stand on and uh, I was staring at, I kept walking past them on the road. I'm like, what is this? What are these birds? What is this? And I was, I had to walk like six miles to get to the beach. And eventually I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to see what these things are about. I saw a couple other people riding them around and like, they didn't have helmets on or anything. So I, I saw it. I scanned the QR code that's on the bird, downloaded the app 
figured out how to use it. It's like 15 cents a minute to ride these motorized scooters around, and they are so much fun. I guess in California they work really well because obviously there's sunny skies all year long, so you can use the bird whenever. In Pennsylvania, you could only use that thing for like two and a half, three months, and then you need to store it up in a storage shed and <laughs> bolt down the hatches until winter ends. You know what I mean? Winter's coming. Put away the birds. But it was really cool, and it was just, it reminded me of like, wow, I... I have to get out of my zone often because you get stuck in wherever you live. Maybe you live in a very technologically savvy area. Good for you. Proud of you. But I don't. I have all my family in Pennsylvania. My wife and my son are here. We own a house. Uh, you know, I've got a business for just for temporarily. I mean, we're going to travel for sure. Maybe we'll move. I don't know. But right now we are here. And uh, it's just so I have to get out and figure out what else is going on in the world. And that was a, that was a good eye opener, finding that bird, riding that thing around and just using Ubers and everything. It was very cool. But, uh, I met a couple of guys at the conference and the next day they said, Hey, we're in uh, Marina del Rey, which is right by Venice. And we're having a party on the beach. Come on down. So I went down and hung out with those guys formed two, what I feel are great friendships. I mean, they're like, you know, we just met, we only hung out twice, but they seemed like they were, really good dudes and I it it gave me like this sense of okay I'm on the same level as these guys even though they're older than me they're both older uh they both made more money than I did we didn't talk money but I just I just knew and um the one guy was a record producer like a music producer owns his own 10,000 square foot studio freaking awesome in Florida and and his name's Luke the other guy Jeff uh works and I can't think of what he does right now but um darn but he works, he lives in uh, California, and he uh, he's right there, and he's, you know, making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year, however much he's making. It's just, it's wild. It's incredible. Like, you're on the same level. We're all the same, right? You always hear that, like, ah, oh, we're all the same. You think of rich people, you think of poor people, like, there's two different people there. No, it's... All the same deal. It's just how motivated are you and how much do you want to move forward and how willing are you to connect with these other people who can get you to this next level. It's it's a beautiful thing. It's amazing. It's wonderful. And that's why I got so much out of this trip and I, I'm getting so much already out of doing this program and any program that I get involved in, especially ones that have me meeting up with other people in person and working with them on something, uh, that seems to be the biggest improvement. That seems to be the one that really is like, wow, that made a huge impact. And one of those things, uh, so Ray Overdorf, who I've had on the podcast before, you can go back, um, he's a couple episodes ago, uh, look up Ray Overdorf. We had an amazing podcast. He's coming back on actually really soon. Uh, we talked about so many different things on that podcast, but one of the books that he just introduced me to is called Leadership and Self-Deception. I can't think of the author right now, but the book is Leadership and self-deception, and the the main theme of the book is this thing, uh, getting out of the box, right? In the box, you would think, when I first start, started reading it, I thought that was like your creative box. Get out of your creative box, but it's not what he's talking about. This book is actually talking about getting out of your own head, like your own ego, and thinking about what other people are thinking about or what they are feeling or what they want or listening to what they say. I mean, how many times do you talk to somebody and you never actually hear what they say? 
you just nod your head <laughs> and kind of agree along, but you never really knew what they said. You know what I'm saying. I mean, I've done it a million times. I know you have too. So that in itself right there is being in the box. And when you can listen to somebody talk and actually feel what they're feeling, maybe be in there with their emotions. Um, I haven't gone through the whole book yet, so I haven't gotten every nuance of it. But from what I've learned and what I've gotten out of it so far, it's it's basically just talking about that. I mean, it's a it's a a lot of information around one thing, and that is we don't realize a lot of the times that we treat people as objects and not as people. And you're going to say to yourself, as I say that, well, I know that I treat people like people. I would never treat somebody like an object. I thought the same thing, and I took this personality test that told me, uh, I believe it was the DISC test or the attribute index, index, one of the two, told me that I treat people like objects and not like people. And I was like, that's not true. That's ridiculous. Why would I ever say that? There's no way. I, I very much care about people. I love people. I have friends. And I treat them like human beings. And I told Ray Overdorf that. I was like, this isn't right. Like, I, I should probably retake this thing because this is not me. And he said, well, read this book, Leadership and Self-Deception. And he gave me some other information too. Um, but I ordered the book on Amazon. It came in. And as soon as I started reading, because the first time I read a book, I like flip through it and I look for like pictures and stuff and then kind of read those. If there's like graphs or images or whatever, I usually cover that part first. And just through doing that, just through covering those graphs that were in there and reading some of the info that was attached to it, I already was like, wow, this book is going to be able to really help me see myself as I actually am. Because I'm self-deceiving. We, we all self-deceive ourselves every day, tons of times. It's not some terrible thing. It's not something you should be like, oh, no, I have to fix everything about myself. It's not quite like that. Maybe some people do need to fix a lot of things about themselves. But um, it's just an eye-opener. It was a big-time eye-opener, and it's helped me. And this has just been over the past week, right? It's helped me uh, in conversations with my wife to be tuned into what she's saying and why she's saying what she's saying and what her feelings are behind all of that, uh, it's, it's opened my eyes up. And that was something, I guess, when I connected with people at this event in Beverly Hills or just in general, uh, when I have them on the podcast, I always think of examples like the podcast because when I have people on here, we have headphones on and we're having a conversation, I am dialed in to what that person is saying 100% and I am paying attention to them and we are having a conversation and I have to be an active listener. And that's getting out of the box, jumping out of the box, listening to that person and being able to hear them, really hear them and understand them. Uh, and if you can get out of the box like that, like God bless, because it's difficult. And if you're looking for like somebody who can show you this sort of stuff, I mean, Ty Lopez, uh, the ironic thing was I was at, at that seminar with Ty. Um, the, the Wednesday before I left, Ray Overdorf had introduced me to this book, Leadership and Self-Deception. At the seminar, Ty actually brought up the book, and then I got home from L.A., and it was in the mail. So I started reading it immediately on, like, two hours of sleep. <laughs> and it immediately, like, clicked. So sometimes you need those click moments, and that was one of those that, like, a chain of events happened that was like, wow, okay, this is something that this is going to give me what I need, and it did. So if you can find that sort of stuff in your life, uh, and here's the, I guess the overall message here is when you get yourself out of that comfort zone, when you do those things that, you know, might be expensive, might be challenging, might be scary, 
might make you a little fearful. When you do those things and they're geared towards moving you in the right direction, then these epiphanies will come. And for me, one of the epiphanies was this out-of-the-box concept, and it all pieced itself together. And I could say that all happened over the span of two or three or four days, but really it's been the span of four years since I started going down this journey uh, that has got me here today. So uh, hopefully, uh, listening to this, you got something out of it. Hopefully you dug this, and um, it was something that made you kind of nod your head. Maybe you were like, wow, okay, thanks, Rob. That makes sense. And uh, maybe give you a little insight into my life as well, because I think that's super important for us to, to share those sorts of ideas. Now, uh, I got a shout out to the Clay Cup. So talk about inspiring people who follow their passions, who get outside of the box and do new things. Uh, Sarah Vogel, who runs the Clay Cup, she's amazing. That's 1304 11th Avenue in Altoona. Uh, It's coffee, it's tea, it's creativity. If you live in central Pennsylvania, it's like the hub for activity, just for people hanging out, mingling. It's a great meetup spot. It's a place where you'll find, like, hippies, college students, businessmen, um, you know, uh, government officials, like all in one place. That's what the Clay Cup reminds me of. It's a very cool spot like that. The Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to Juice, 517 Allegheny Street in Holidaysburg. That's J-O-O-S. So Jen, who runs Juice, has a ton of knowledge about nutrition when it comes to uh, juice, smoothies, smoothie bowls, bone broth, uh, soups, uh, raw vegan baked goods. Everything is fresh and made, fresh and made to order at Juice. And also, speaking of fresh and made to order, all made in house, all the research done in house, all products created by two people: Stephanie Height and her husband Andy, and their trade secrets. Twelve twenty three. 13th Avenue in Altoona. So Trade Secrets sells sugar scrubs, bath bars, all-natural deodorants, bath bombs. My son had the uh, the Incredible Hulk bath bomb. He loved that thing, dude. We dropped it in the tub. The whole tub turned green. He thought it was the coolest thing ever. Uh, lip bombs, whip body butters. That is Trade Secrets. Secrets and Trade on Facebook and Trade Secrets underscore skincare on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, Zebras. My zebras, I really appreciate you being a part of the podcast. If you ever want to help out, patreon.com forward slash Radio. If you do donate that dollar, I will call you personally and just we can chit-chat about whatever. Maybe you're awesome. Maybe you could end up on the podcast. How cool would that be? Uh, but uh, if you have anything you want to say about this episode, if you want to chime in, you know, if you just have a business that you want to promote, if you want to be a sponsor on here, if you'd want to come on here and talk about what you do with your life, maybe you have something impactful to leave on the world, or maybe you just want to screw around, you can always message me uh, on robzradio.com on the right-hand side. It says contact. You can hit me up there. Find me on any of my social media platforms, which are all tied in to robzradio.com. And my zebras, I will talk to you next time. This is Rob Z Radio. That's brutal.